good evening, and welcome to a brand new episode with your boys. Both cheerful today, Larry and Ricky. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, 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 We started this pod on the right foot. That's what's you going on. Top of the league. You are top of the league. Oh, can you I just say that London is red? You are top of the just league. Just saying London's red. All right, go on. London is red, is red. But yes, how are you doing? Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. We appreciate you listening. We also, like Larry said last time, but this is, by the way, I'm going to phrase... Uh, Give you reference to this all the time. Give you credit. Thank Hey-o. you for lending us your ear holes. Your ear holes. Thank you for your th- ear holes. Thank you for concentrating your ear holes on our voices. <laughs> Now, joking aside, we appreciate it. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you getting involved on Twitter. Appreciate you try asking questions and obviously wherever you're listening from. Well, we hope you're doing well and staying safe. But listen, listen, Chelsea fans, listen. Listen hey, up, listen w, up, yeah? Rick. Before w, you actually get yeah? into the Chelsea, right? Let me just let me just. I was going to get into it. I just wanted to say a W, yeah. Oh, w, w, yeah. yeah? That's What fair enough. Saying, yeah? It's uh, second win in ten. <laughs> um, see, the good thing is this weekend, Man City, Man City lost, Liverpool lost. I was going to say Chelsea won, which is I, I was Spurs say, lost. Spurs lost. Uh, <laughs> obviously, Chelsea winning doesn't really affect us that much, but you know, Zero. Enough, because of the because in the interest of this podcast that we're both you know Arsenal and Chelsea fans respectively. Then it's a good, good day for this podcast. That's all we're going to say. It's a good day for this podcast or good night, whichever way. So, whichever, wherever you are, yeah. But look, I, if you don't mind, right? If you don't mind, I'm going to start off talking oh, about yeah, my team. Oh, yeah, by all means. By all means. I was just about to ask you. Because, honestly, before the game started, before the match started, look at your predictions. You'll see that my prediction was that we were going to lose this game, yeah? I had a funny feeling that we were going to lose. We both had 2-1 to lose, yeah. We both, because obviously I'm looking at my notepad, because that's what we do here. We're yeah. not amateurs, professionals. Professionals. Now, joking aside, we both, no, listen, we both had Spurs to win. We thought the atmosphere might be a bit too much, obviously considering what happened last season. A possible yellow card in the game somewhere. Maybe Gabriel, I thought in my head, but I didn't want to say no, that. No, it was well. always going to be Romero that was going to get a yellow card. Yeah, that's your, no, no, red card, sorry. Oh, sorry, red the card, other yeah, one yeah, was yeah. going to be like, because uh, I thought Gabriel possibly last minute. But even uh, Saliba, do you know, when he was halfway, like just very quickly jumping in before you ta- kind of go through and give us your whole opinion on the match. When uh, Saliba jumped on Hoiberg, You know, like as he went to block the shot and then yes. kind of kicked, donkey kicked with both of his feet. Like, if somebody else and the way we've seen things go, there could have been a penalty. And you just think to yourself, "What are you doing?" It's just silly things like that because of the rivalry, because of the tension, because of the way the game is. That's that's why I assumed and thought maybe a Arsenal player will get a Arsenal defender. But you know what? Credit to Arteta. Even at the end, which you're going to dive into a bit more in detail, is even at the end when it got to the point of a bit of uh, handbags being thrown about. Yeah, I mean, uh, Arteta grabbed everybody out and said, "Listen, stay calm. You, d- you take the W. No red card, no yellow card, because that's when then Spurs would win. You know what I mean? So, can we yeah, just no, no. Uh, when you say handbags, right? Can we just clarify that it was actually a boot on Ramsdale's fucking head? That that can was. Just... I, want, I was waiting for you to mention yeah, okay. that later on. But no, I meant handbags definitely... between uh, Ramsdale and what's his name, Richarlison. Richarlison. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's that, fine. That was just yeah, that's like fine. Archie Bargy bit of pushing, and then that's the thing you need to stop because fans who have had a bit of alcohol, who've had a bit of drink, who have had a bit of whatever they may be on any under any other under uh, influence all of a sudden feel unstoppable they do that do you see he regret it instantly and he was walking up the stance hiding his head 
mug, absolute mug. Yeah, because again, like you said, he knew exactly what the fuck he did, and you know that he's going to get banned now. And that's a punishment, and he should be because players need to be safe on the pitch. They they are there for our entertainment. Before match, during the match, after the match, the players' safety should really come first. But the the, the, the the problem the problem now is though because obviously it's not an Arsenal team that that did that, and it's a Tottenham team, and they've got obviously you know the England captain. So do you actually think the FA is going to do anything against Tottenham for that? Because they need so, to. Sorry, real quick, right? Real quick, real quick. Because on, we 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 got done by the FA. We got charged for crowding the ref. Yeah, we got charged. We've been charged yeah, for that shit. Yeah. yeah? Now, yeah, like, was it failing to control your players? They put yeah, you under that. Exactly. Sort of and now Conte goes on on a pre, on a pre-match conference, and he goes, "Oh well, yeah, um, I'm trying to control myself on the touchline and all this stuff. Um, it doesn't look good when when the manager does that." And I'm like, "Hold on a second. Didn't you get a red card just in October?" October, um, just for doing the dumb shit that you're doing by arguing with the ref. Yeah. And also, did you not, or were you not the guy who started a fight with Thomas Tuchel after the match finished? Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but I, I, first of all, Conte can genuinely go fuck himself. And I mean that from yeah, the heart. I've got, I've got a lot to say this, and I'm sure there's a lot of Tottenham fans, Tottenham fans sorry, who would agree with me. I've got a lot to say on this, but I'm just, I don't want to say anything on... Honestly, that's 24-7 hatred that I have for Antonio Conte and Tottenham Hotspurs, especially after today's game. But look, anyway, going before it, obviously we, realistically, we looked at it, we thought, okay, Tottenham really need to do something here. And obviously, for me personally, I definitely wanted Arsenal to win, that goes without saying. But realistically, it just kind of felt like, not that they had... Not that they have a stronger team because it was evident today that they don't have a stronger they team. They don't have a strong but individually. They were exactly. Awful. It's just like you know those little tricks and things that Harry Kane does. You know what I mean? With like when he puts his back out, players fall over, and then he'll yeah, get nobody, a free kick. Yeah, he'll get yeah, a penalty yeah, yeah. for diving, and like you know because his jaw hit the floor or something. It's like, bro, <laughs> you can't help that. That shit's always there. Do you know what I mean? You need to pick that shit up the floor. You, you get me? So yeah. It's uh, before the match. I was I was a bit nervous to say the least, and uh, that's why obviously I wasn't active in the. A group chat because I, I saw I, I was reading all your messages, all of them, and I, yeah, that's right. I actually, I was like, Larry, why so quiet, bro? And I and I actually heard uh, one of your voice clips, and literally the first ten seconds, you were like, "Oh, Tottenham are not doing this; they need to do this." And I stopped playing. I was like, "Why am I listening to a Chelsea fan why, give why, me, why giving Tottenham <laughs> tactics against Arsenal? Why am I doing this to myself? I'm not doing it. I refuse to do it." So, but yeah, so yeah, yeah. a bit nervous before the match. Um, the lineup came out again. No surprise at the lineup. It was exactly how how. Anyone would would uh, pick this uh, very strong team. lineup. Very strong, strong yeah, lineup. Strong lineup. Um, first half, we completely, completely dominated that match. Completely dominated. Like I don't even want to look at the stats right now because I think it was I think it was like sixty five or something like that percent uh, percent possession in the first half. What, to Arsenal. first half? Yeah, possibly. First half, it was complete domination from beginning to end. They had a couple of chances. That's fair enough. Like near the end, they had a couple of chances. I think it was uh, Kulusevski. Who came in? No, mm. not not Kulusevski. Sorry, it was uh, from the left hand side, playing with Sessegnon um, on the left hand side. And, yeah, uh, Sessegnon. So he he had a shot, and again, close close sort of thing. But it, because it's a North London derby, and I've seen enough North London derbies to be nervous for anything like that. Do you know what I mean? When Tottenham attack, yeah. you always have to be nervous because again, it's just that look of the day, if you will. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So first half, 
great formation was exactly as as expected. Um, Odegaard again just bossing that midfield. He wasn't he wasn't even challenged by anyone to be honest with you. Like there was absolutely no challenge that's, on, on that's Odegaard. That's what I didn't understand by the way. Very quickly on this, yeah, go, what go. I didn't understand like you said no challenge. Did nobody just watch the Newcastle game? Did nobody just say right double team on so and so and then do that? And I understand people are saying like oh yeah, but New, uh, Newcastle were away coming away from a, uh, with a point from the Emirates is a great result. Of course it is. But Spurs cannot go man for man against uh, Tottenham. Okay, you may say Harry Kane is better than in Kentia, but the team are not playing to Harry Kane's strengths. Harry Kane had to drop down into the centre of the park on his own half to collect the ball to so he can have a touch of the ball. A bit like Haaland yesterday, yeah. which we'll get into. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to get into that as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just like you, just honestly, you were so organised, you played so well, and I was just thinking to myself, this is the problem that I had with Chelsea sometimes, and very quickly on Chelsea's when they draw a game, I think, oh, the next manager of the opposition's team. That we play next week is going to look at them and be like let's just replicate that let's nullify Hazard for example but like Herrera did back in the day let's stop Drogba let's do this let's do and it just makes me think did nobody look at that Newcastle game and go okay Hoiberg I want you to stay on him 24-7 where he goes you go and yeah. the next one on a cane or that Saar that dropped in just be like, yeah. just stay on him. Or if anything, uh, yeah. it's just, it's just, yeah, like something. He was awful, by the way. He, he was, he awful. was, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, look, I thought look, like he was awful. The passes, not, he, anyway. But yeah, go on. So I want to get into sound, that a little bit around. It's not going to sound good from from us saying that about Spurs. But to be honest, like we're not, we're not making it up. It's something that we watched, and I guarantee on match of the day tonight, they're going to have a similar opinion to like how poor, how poor Tottenham were especially in that first half because they offered absolutely nothing Son was Son playing by the way I don't know I saw his name on the team one shot at the beginning that what's his name uh, saved Ramsey saved you remember at the very beginning when he got chipped in that's right and then after that there was nothing else from him I think uh, Ben White I think he's still in Ben White's pocket right now Uh, that was that was the last place he was seen so please if you've seen Son out there can you just tell him to go back to the Tottenham training ground please he doesn't belong in the red side of North London okay get out of uh, Um, the away and dressing room please bro do you know what I mean like the guy needs to have a shower you can't be watching do you know you get me Okay, so look, I mean, first thing, like I said, obviously I mentioned the the crowd in the ref. That was the first thing. And Harry Kane, by the way, not one yellow card was given to him for doing that. Do you know what I mean? For crowding the ref. Every time a decision went... Golden boy, bro. Exactly. Like, every time time a decision went Tottenham's way, every time a decision went Tottenham's way, he was just straight there to the ref. Like, oh, why aren't you giving a yellow card? Why aren't you giving a yellow card? It's like, bro, you deserve a yellow card just for doing what you're doing. You're supposed to be the England captain. You're supposed to be representing the FA, especially on, in, on international duties. You know what I mean? It, it's, it was shocking. So crowding the ref. And now I'm going to be really intrigued to see what the FA actually do to Tottenham. Um, if anything, because I'll be honest with you, I don't think I don't think Spurs I, I don't think Spurs are going to get any sort of a charge against them. Which again, then does that make it? Is that fair? Is that fair? Like what happened? What happened to, to Arsenal? Why did we get charged for that type of stuff? You know what I mean? And it's not like we were violent. We weren't violent. We weren't pushing the ref or anything like that. That's the first thing that they did. It was on a, and Man United did exactly the same thing. I've made notes of this. Like there's two separate occasions that the ref is crowded on this at the same level as Arsenal did it last week or the week before, and nothing's going to happen to them because it's Man, it's Man United for one. Nothing ever happens to them, and Tottenham have got Kane, so they're they're pretty much untouchable. And I think honestly, for me, that really ruins that really ruins the the match, the the atmosphere, the feeling of it. Um, just yeah, that that really pissed me off to be honest. But again. 
uh, crowd and the ref would I'm sure we're going to touch on that and I'm sure you'll have some opinion on yeah, that no, as well. I, think, I think what it is is like when it, when it goes against your team you're like okay fair enough you crowded the ref I'll, I'll accept the punishment those are the rules unable to control your players whatever BS the FA decides to throw you away but then when it's against somebody somebody else or like a team with the England captain in like as you mentioned Spurs then you think like come on like where's the consistency in this and this is the what I'm talking about the consistency I'm not downplaying what you said by the way I agree with you 100% if you if you're going to yell a card or ch- uh, charge a team like Arsenal or Chelsea or Nottingham Forest or whoever it is for crowding the referee then you need to be consistent throughout a Tottenham and Man United and Man City regardless of how good Pep Guardiola or how well Guardiola speaks to the crowd regardless of how big old Trafford is with 80,000 and so on and so forth yeah so I agree with you on that on a wholeheartedly I think it's very inconsistent from the referees. We looked at the refereeing decisions at Man United City, which we'll touch on that later. Oh, what we, is we going have to, on there? We have to, but we'll get Do to you that. Know what I mean? We'll get to that. But one thing I wanted to ask you as Go well, what it. I thought, what I felt a little bit was uh, Arsenal got away with was party yellow card, like in the ten, eight or tenth minute on the first half. Yeah, yeah. Do you know when he kind of stuck his hand out there? Like that's that should have been a yellow card because that was a blatant, yeah. obvious yellow card. On, re- on replay, yeah, it. I think so yeah, as well. Like, exactly. If you, but that's the thing. If never that mind, be fair, uh, yeah. we we have to watch you on replay because. We're so far away yeah. with the cameras, but the referee would have been what maximum twenty yards, thirty yeah. yards away. He must, yards his arm. he must have seen his he arm. He must have extend. seen his arm move and yeah. extend yeah. towards it to stop the play. Yeah. And I think if he got the yellow card, he would have been a bit more cautious. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying Spurs had a chance at any point. No, but the Excuse me. it's a situation they didn't that have seven shots and so on. But it's a, it is exactly it's a decision that could change the game. Partly may have been like taken five yeah, percent off yeah. his game, couldn't go into uh, some tackles or something else, just in case. And also, you'd assume Spurs would target him to try and get that second yeah, yellow. Exactly. Uh, Pep, Pep, sorry, Arteta would be forced to may possibly make a change. Put who's going to come in there? Possibly exactly. Elneny, yeah. who's not as good as Party. No. But but yeah, that's the one thing I wanted to say. The referee kind of like was wasn't very consistent in that. But I agree with you in terms of uh, crowding the players 100% like crowding the ref, crowd the ref yeah. it's, it's a, uncalled for if somebody, if you charge one team you're going to have to charge them all I feel like I feel, I'll be honest I feel like uh, Craig Parson I think he he managed the game quite well like I don't think I don't think it was you know I've, we've seen some very bad de- referee decisions in the past and some really bad game management but I feel like he did I think he did uh, pretty decent to be honest and again he was right on that and to be fair as an Arsenal team like there was a couple of moments where I thought Saka was like can you just stay on your feet please because you have the perfect chance here and you're diving yeah, you're looking for yeah. that free kick and that's one thing that that really pissed me off with uh, with the Arsenal players. Uh, on some occasions, it's just the fact that you know you're diving, you 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 fall into the ground. Not diving, you fall into the ground too easily. You like you're supposed to take that ball, get into the box. Do you know what I mean? Do that first, and yeah. then think about falling. Like again, it's just the, maybe the mentality of modern day football players, and it's like, oh, let's slow the game down. But why? Because you you're on top. Why do you need to slow the game down? Why are you giving them breathers? That's, that's that's the way it. I look no, at I it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I agree with you 100. And if player falls, player falls in the Tottenham half, for example. That's it. He's not going to get back up in time for the counter attack. Do you know what I mean? That's it. And then Tottenham, Tottenham could have got a goal, but it's not like they had chances. They didn't. They had a couple of chances, like I said. Uh, squandered them. Yeah, fair enough. Not as good. Not as to be fair, though, mate. Like I, I don't want to like don't interrupt you in terms of downplaying, but they had some decent chances. Like I was listening to you on the radio that mm-hmm. Harry Kane shot that uh, Ramsey. Ramsey was for me. Ramsey was fantastic. Okay, Odegaard man of the match, and he got it. Yeah. But for yeah. me, it would have been Ramsey as well. Because our close second would have been Ramsey because of how well he played. No, Ramsdale was. And he he had a cracking Ramsdale, game. Sorry, not Ramsey. No, no, I call him Rams, so it's fine. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, sweet. People know that. Don't worry. Like again, it's just too long of a name to say. So no. Rams was, was he, he was he was brilliant. He really was, and like you know, he his footwork 
from from Fantastic. I remember I remember at the beginning of the season when he was when we were told that he was signing, we were like, what the fuck? Who Why the are hell? we getting him? Yeah, yeah. who, who is Aaron Ramsdale? What are you talking about? He so, just went down with Sheffield. That's it. Yeah, he went down. What are you, what are you saying to me? So he, we brought him on, and again, I was skeptical. I think you know we've had this discussion in private. I was skeptical because it's like I don't I don't know this player. Is he going to be a second keeper? No, obviously he was. You know, he was the first keeper. So anyway, he has been absolutely brilliant for Arsenal, and he deserved that clean sheet as well. But I will agree with you. Like I said, you know, there was some nervy moments. There definitely was some nervy moments. Like I can't I can't deny that. But but at no point did I ever think, especially during the second half when we were managing the game, I didn't think that we were going to concede unless yeah. a penalty was happening. Because that was, yeah. I'll be honest, that was on the cards. Either for Arsenal or Tottenham, a penalty was on the cards. You because could see exactly. And the way the tensions rules are were lately, building, yeah. And especially yeah. near tensions the end of the building. match. Especially Hand near the end of the match, yeah. Exactly. Out or something. You That's never it. know how it's going to go and get it given. Takes... Maybe pressures from the crowd. But I felt like the crowd were quiet. You And I don't feel like the crowd were quiet because they had not a very good stadium, or a very stadium, sorry, a very good crowd. I think it's because you played them out of the park. They had yeah. nothing to cheer for. Especially that first half. They looked so deflated. Yeah that the crowd was, you just hushed the crowd. Basically, it's something that you always say to your team if you're a manager, especially the lower leagues and so on, let's just go keep this, let's just go and quiet this crowd. Yeah. Or let's just go yeah. and shut them up. Let's get a nice early goal. Let's keep the ball. Let's give them nothing to, and you, you boys were fantastic from start to finish, well, start to finish. Second half, okay, they had to come out and do uh, something else with, uh, in comparison to the first half. But no, from top to bottom, start to finish, Arsenal were fantastic. And to be honest with you, Ramsdale did deserve the clean sheet, so did Ben White, so did the defenders, so did Zinchenko. And I just love the fluidity with Zinchenko, who just kind of like overloaded the midfield, where because he could see they were barely going to attack. What's the point of me staying here on the left back when I can actually go be a left mid or left CM, central defensive midfielder? So, no, he, he, excellent. Tactically he, he was, played, everything he, was brilliant. In that midfield, in that midfield, Zinchenko was really good. However, however, Again, I kind of have to say, just on the on uh, to be fair, his defensive duties sometimes he neglected them, and he seemed like you know defensively unaware. You know, there's right. other certain players that play for Liverpool named Trent Alexander-Arnold, but I won't say any names. And uh, you know, defensively <laughs> unaware. That's that's the way I felt like Zinchenko did sometimes. You know what I mean? Like it, it, he was. I, did, I only watched the first half. I'm, I can only comment on first half from what I heard on the radio. Yeah, no, no. Like that's, I said, that's I watched fair. the first half, and I was like, "This is just so one-way traffic. I'm not even going to yeah. bother wasting my." I, I I agree, and I think I feel that when I say that, I mean like Zinchenko again going forward, making that pass, that touch, the turn, that type of stuff. It was all great, fantastic stuff. However, when Tottenham did have a sort of counter it just felt like Zinchenko wasn't there on time do you know what I mean and that's that yeah, was a problem yeah. and, and that, that could have been a major problem if they had a better winger like if Richarlison started on the right wing for example you know I feel like you know he would have he would have uh, Zinchenko would have struggled but Kulusevski yeah, is very back. left footed isn't he yeah, he's just, just come, come back. back from injury that's right yeah he's just come back from injury so it was like alright cool he's not gonna you're not expecting a player to do well coming straight back from injury now, if he did, then I'd be like, oh, shit, he's actually a great fucking player. Do you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't care about yeah, injuries. Yeah. nothing stopping him. But he, again, had his weak moments. Yeah, a couple, again, a couple of moments where he he managed to sort of, you know, cut in on the on the inside with his left and uh, get that shot off. He had a couple of shots on goal, um, like towards goal rather than on target. So, yeah, Zinchenko, yeah. I feel like Zinchenko was probably just defensively probably the weakest link. If I had to pick a weakest link, you know what I mean? So again, just just being fair, I'm not going to say we were perfect. There was some, again, some nervy moments. So uh, for me, yeah, uh, from that side, Zinchenko's side, I think I feel like that was the most uh, nerviest 
that I've uh, yeah, that I felt yeah. in the match. But anyway, um, for, uh, 14th minute goal comes in again. I was just like, what? What, what was you, he doing? How, like, how did that even? Is, go? You know, like let's be serious. I know, you, I know you're happy because the goal went in and the yeah, ball yeah, went yeah. in. But like, if it was the other way around, and let's say oh, I'd be pissed. Then, I'd be pissed Czech, so was it then Kulisevsky, Sona, whoever had a shot, and Ramsey just hits his chest and goes into the goal. It wasn't you even his chest, mate. It was, it was his arms. Oh, his arms. Yeah, oh, it was his, his arms, arms and he yeah, and then he looked around like, what happened? Like, the deflection wasn't yeah. that massive. The ball still came to you. It's not like... The problem was... I, it's just awful. The ball, awful, the ball awful deflected off uh, Sessegnon. Like, yeah, just his caught, toes. Yeah, and just like raised caught it a little Sessignon, bit more. Raised it on, on Larissa's hand. So again, in a way, yeah, you can see that Larissa should have done better there because, again, it's his arms. The that's, thing is, like, that's if the ball job. is coming to you, you that's don't need job. to... Like, I don't know. You've seen people punch the ball. Keepers, not so much people. You've seen people punch it. You've seen people par it. He parred it into his own goal. Like, I don't understand what he was doing. Like, I, his reflexes must have been that poor because, yes, there was a deflection, but not enough for you to be like, oh, actually, let's put this ball left rather than right or forward or upwards. You know what I mean? Let me go yeah. left into my own goal. And that was awful. But I just wanted to touch quickly on uh, Kulisevsky. I understand you say like he came from injury and stuff and he did okay against Zinchenko and had some moment. Don't you feel sometimes when players are so one-footed that they look better when they have support so that they can use as a decoy? Yeah. Because if they're always in a one-to-one, look at Mars as well. Unless he's got a Cancelo overlapping him that he can look like, is he going to pass? To make the defender for a split second Walker. dart himself. When you're talking uh, about Mahrez. Walker, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walker or Can- whoever was playing on yeah, that on side. The, on the side, Chelsea, side I, yeah, I was yeah. talking more from the Chelsea point when Cancelo played once uh, midfield, I think. He was Walker right back, Cancelo was a right mid, and then he took him off and on, whatever. But yeah, whoever's overlapping, because I can't remember the lineup exactly. Oh, I'm just getting it wrong. If I am, apologies for that. But uh, what I mean by that is simply when they're so one-footed that they need somebody else to kind of overlap or give an they option help, either yeah. inside, outside, so they can use them as a decoy. Because that uh, first half, Kulisevsky was awful. Yeah. Every no, time he, was, he got the he ball, was, he lost he the ball. Sonny was the same because what you guys did was press. And this is what I meant touched on the last part as well. If you press them so quickly to the point where they receive the ball and they can't look up, the only place to go is to back where the ball came from. And that's effectively what Arsenal did to Spurs today. Just kept yeah. them, just pressed so quickly. You won the ball high. You you were in their face. You were aggressive. Party was fantastic. Can we just touch on that strike as well, by the way? Yeah, I, honestly, you re- I saw your message on the group and you said Whoa. that that would have been goal of the season. That was that, exactly a- went in, that was goal of the that was a Wayne Rooney v Newcastle. Do you remember the Rooney volley? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's, I was, that was I put that in that kind of caliber if that went in because I was heading top corner. That was that was a beautiful strike and the way that he just sort of kind of sliced it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's sort of mid mid volley slice sort of thing, and it would have been brilliant. But it hit the post. It's you know it just it I wasn't know. meant to be. And the funny thing it wasn't is, wasn't meant like, to be. But party scored the the first the, the first leg of this match. Do you know what I mean? He scored in the first yeah, leg. Yeah. Um, similar uh, circumstances from the outside. You know, from outside the box, just blasted. I remember that goal? Yeah, I exactly. Remember it. That was a beautiful I goal. I think what Spurs need to do, because obviously you guys are very, pretty good, you know what I mean? Like a team is working really well together. Individually, you're very good as well. Okay, you could say Saliba or Gabriel are not world-class players, but as for the team, they're doing amazingly well, keeping clean sheets. Ramsey, and this is what I think as well is the kind of the formula for a top team. A team that scores goals, and I'm going to maybe sound like Michael Owen here, but as long as you've got a really good defensive midfielder and a top goalkeeper, you will be very good. Because that defensive midfielder is going to act like the first barrier. If you get past him, yeah, then you've got the goalkeeper. That's where first barriers, yeah. yeah. But Liverpool that's why, that's winning why the league. Party... Was Fabinho there when Liverpool won the league? I think so. Or did he come yeah. the year after? No, he was there when they won the league. He was there, yeah. So Alisson, Van Dijk, that kind of 
spine coming straight yeah. down yeah. the team. Like basically, like yeah, okay, go outside, put balls in. The defenders are going to header it. The defensive midfielder is going to be there to tackle you if the ball's coming forward from down the centre. And the goalkeeper was on form. That's, that's what I mean spine, by Ramsdale. That's that's why the spine is so important. And you hear coaches talking about it. You hear pundits talking about like you know they need to yeah. strengthen the spine or the spine is great. Like you know it works fantastic. And that's the thing. And that's the thing with Arsenal now. Like when you think about like you said, you know you got Ramsdale, you've got Saliba or Gabriel, whichever one you want to pick. Yeah. And then you've got yeah. Party, Odegaard, and then obviously that's where Enketia or Jesus, which obviously Jesus is the main striker. But you're right. Jesus that, is, but I've got a feeling that Enketia needs to hey, be. Hey, can we just take? A, I'm going to take a moment, right, to give a shout out and an appreciation to my boy Eddie Enketia because he has stepped up to the plate. Yeah, well and truly, well, well and truly has. Fuck all, the, like. No one can say he's not scoring goals because he's scoring goals. All right, he didn't score today, but fuck all of that shit. Sorry about the swearing. No, he was fantastic. But because was fantastic. I am very passionate today. Today is the day that you're <laughs> going to hear Larry being as passionate as he's going to get, okay? So, is that what we're getting? Passionate Larry tonight? Passionate Larry tonight. That's what. That's exactly passionate what it is. Larry. Yeah, on at on 8 o'clock. PL. On, on at 8 o'clock, that. <laughs> uh, wherever you get your podcast from. No, listen. No. Um, so, yeah, Eddie and Ket, yeah, absolutely brilliant. And again, he has stepped up to the plate. Um, now, the only thing I would say against Eddie is just the fact that he may not be as sharp as a Jesus in turning. That's the only thing I'd say about Eddie. Yeah. But apart from that, again, he has carried he has carried what Jesus uh, left. He's took that upon himself to do it. And yeah, I'm, I'm so glad. So yeah, look, at, um, yeah, second half, nothing really much, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, we scored 2-0. Great stuff. I enjoyed that. But... One thing I will say, which again really, really got me vexed throughout the match, was the fact that Romero had four fouls, which could have been yellow cards. Each one of those uh, fouls could have been a yellow card, yet he only finished the match with one yellow. I don't understand that. I don't get it. Like he was very poor, very poor. Yeah, yeah very no. poor. I was talking to I was talking to a guy from work, and he's a Tottenham fan, and we were uh, we were talking oh. about like defense and stuff like that. He goes, "Oh, Romero, you know, he's brilliant." Uh, you know, World Cup winner, and I said to him, I said, "Are we talking about the same Romero? Like, you know, Christian Romero, the the guy who literally gets red carded every other game." He, he goes, loses oh, his head. "No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't." I was like, "Mate, you need you don't clearly watch Spurs at any point because Romero. How many times have we had this conversation about Romero? We're not even Spurs fans. He's a liability. He's, he's, a, a he's basically what Jacker used to be for Arsenal. Excuse exactly. Me, when he had like four, five, six red cards, yeah. and you think to yourself, that's too much. Like, you can't be going round." Getting red carded because you just leave, let your team down. But yeah, no, you can't. You, it's, there's a thing about playing on the edge, and then there's a thing about like being just over the edge to yeah, the point where you've got Romero blinkers lives. on and you just want to go in and hurt players. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly where Romero is. He's kind of that, not even borderline. He's slightly over it, and then he just goes in and just. But no, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Like, I think he, I think he's he's awful. I think Tottenham don't really have a good team. And this is my bit, no, like, where I would just want to rant for Tottenham fans. If anyone's listening to this, Do it. well, there is. We know there's people listening to this. Thank you very much to all of you for listening. But uh, if any of you are Tottenham fans, awful decisions by Conte on the lineup that he picked up. I don't understand why he picked Sessegnon and left. Uh, what's his name? Perisic out. Perisic should have played. I have no idea who Saar is, by the way. I have no idea who he is neither and maybe this game was too big of a game for him to play if, had, if you know for North London derby the history the rivalry it's yeah. just maybe too much it's for him not, it's not the time but another thing the I didn't get is you were, they were 2 nailed down and the game was crying out for Perisic and uh, 
again, I was just listening on the radio. So why didn't he like, start Perisic, by the way? Like, why didn't he start Perisic? I, I don't even okay, know fair. why. Like, I don't but get I it. I think he's just hard-headed. I think he's one of these. I don't even know if he's trying to prove a point to uh, the chairman and be like, I need more players or better players. Listen, we get it, bro. Everybody needs better players. Graham Potter needs better players because his good players are all injured. Do you know what I mean? What I, What you need to do is... Hold your hands up a bit. Do you know what? I was wrong. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to change. I'm going to take uh, Sessegnon off and bring Perisic. Perisic would have been fine for Saka. Yeah. Perisic is quick as well. Perisic, Perisic is not slow. I'm yeah, scared of Perisic. Bro, he's so good with his both he's a of good his player. feet. He's a great player. And do you great know what? Player. He's probably the best player in a Tottenham squad when you consider like titles won and accolades. Oh, yeah. The most decorated yeah, player in Tottenham. The, the, like, there yeah, isn't fantastic. anyone. Apart from Lloris, maybe. But no, even Lloris. He's, yeah, you could say he's got a Lloris, World Cup. Lloris, yeah, he's, he's got, got the World Cup. He's got the but then again, he's he's a liability. He's, yeah. He was awful yeah. with his feet in the past, and yeah. he has been a liability with his feet. And then he comes, and now like Gary Neville touched him basically. I'm just paraphrasing Gary Neville. He was a liability with his feet, and now he's a liability with his hands. What do you do? I know he's a club captain, but something's got to be done. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Richarlison. Like I don't understand why did he not bring Richarlison yeah. on sooner? Yeah. Change formation. Go four four two. You're getting murdered in midfield. Go four four two. Bring Richarlison and Kane on top. Play the four in the middle and play the four at the back. Are you so afraid that you're going to get absolutely hammered? You gain, you're already losing two 0 And you, another thing is, he's supposed to be sorry. He's supposed to be a on. very experienced manager, by the way. Like you know, he's. Seen, I've got a feeling. He's, he's I've got a feeling he before. wants to get sacked. I've yeah, got a feeling yeah. he wants to get sacked to make that money and go back to Italy because a he lot of managers, Italian managers, who are uh, maybe not all, but majority of these elite Italian managers are very defensive-minded, coming from Ita- the Italian league. And I just think to myself, you just need to do something. And that's what he needed to do was start the game with Perisic, possibly even Richarlison. Maybe even if Richarlison just came back, not fit enough, bring him off for 45 minutes. But maybe he thought, I'll yeah. hold on nil-nil till half-time, and then obviously we will do something. I'll hit on the counter. But Arsenal were too wise for that. Arteta uh, caught on to that right away. And it did not help that Lloris leaked the goal in. Because I think if Lloris didn't leak the goal, okay, still nil-nil, handling the pressure, eating it a little bit by bit, Odegaard coming in, making a couple of passes, Martinelli, Saka... Uh, and Ketia as well and then obviously all of a sudden once that goal goes in they have to come out and attack and then they leave spaces behind so but then yeah. that's what I mean second half okay mistakes have happened hold your hands up and be like right I need to bring two attacking players on because we are chasing the game now again I didn't watch it I have no idea what time Richarlison came on I have no idea what time it was around the 70th minute Richarlison came on the 70th yeah. wow oh, yeah, what's no, he going to do for 20 minutes time, yeah. no, no, no my point exactly so he came yeah actually you know what exactly we just said that 20 minutes I remember it because he came on 70th minute and some second because I was like, oh shit, that's 20 minutes now that we have to like, you know, be careful of this guy. So he came yeah, on. But yeah. again, the the, pro- the the good thing is with Richarlison from an Arsenal point of view is that or any other team facing him is, you know, you just have to piss him off a little bit. That's it. You just wind him up and that's and yeah, it. He and, that's it. and he's another Romero. Yeah, he's, he's another, another Romero. Romero. He's very hot-headed and hot-blooded. And it's like, yo, you cannot be a professional footballer if that's how you react. Like, yeah, again, yeah. that's coming from an Arsenal fan who, you know, who've got Jacker in the team. You get me? And Jack, but the thing is, the good thing is with Jacker is he changed. He needed that support from the manager, like that confidence, and he got it. And he's repaying the manager now. Do you know what I mean? This season, Jacker has been incredible. But again, he was hot headed and hot blooded. And I'm saying with Richarlison, as much as I really don't care for him, 
you know, he, he, he's got potential to be a great player. Or a good player. Chaka was least. amazing. Chaka was fantastic. You know? I love that about him. And I love the fact that he stuck up for his team. Oh, yeah, no, no. Hey, as well. th- there is. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get we'll that to that very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get that to the, to the very end. But, like, but, yeah. just, but just, I was thinking about getting to the very end now because I have no idea what happened. But I felt like quite up for it as well. I was like, I was ready to go for um, it. You know, like when you watch sometimes a bit of uh, aggression on the telly yeah, and yeah, the yeah. team or You're ready to go. What happened? You're like, what's going on? Your blood starts. That fight or flight mode kicks in. You're about to fight the TV. Yeah, you're ready to go in. I mean, look, right at the very end, um, I didn't see, or the cameras didn't show what happened between Richarlison and Ramsdale, um, which is caught at the very, because obviously the whistle had gone and then the cameras went onto them after they sort of like were walking away from each other. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, all of a sudden you get the fucking dickhead fan who kicks him, who runs on to the barriers, you know, to the, uh, to the banners, to the advertising banners. I saw saw the fan because I I was owned by that point trying to catch the last two, three minutes. I not believe what I saw. And again, Ramsdale, I don't know what he would have done, to be honest with you, if he was just left to go to that fan. I don't know what he would have done. I genuinely think he probably would have been arrested because he was Could've ready. Been, would have fought. Yeah, and exactly. you know what? Like, and uh, do you blame him? You just got attacked no, definitely viciously, not. Definitely by not. the way. That's, and listen. I don't know. Sorry. Two uh, seconds. I, I, don't think, I don't think his head split open or anything like that. But if it did, no, that's no, no, GBH. No, 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 nothing like that. That's GBH. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So again, no, no, I agree with you. That that's, that's very dangerous because you just never know what's going to happen. You never know if that fan's carrying anything either. Exactly. You don't, no, nobody's doing security checks at the ground. You, never, you don't know exactly. You don't know what that fan's bringing. Has he smashed the bottle before coming in? Has he carrying a knife? Is he doing? Yeah, like, what's he you got? Know what I mean, all of that sort of stuff. Thing, what's he yeah. got? Yeah, exactly. Anything. Anything but at all. It, I would agree with like whatever Ramsdale did. If he did get there, would merit an applaud because yeah. it's self-defense, it self-defense it's, yeah. you can't hit me and then run off you, uh, for our American listeners they would have known in um, basketball when it happened where the fans and the players had a little slight altercation and they just turned into a massive brawl like Bro, listen yeah, yeah. That, you pay your money you can boo you can chat shit you can yeah, do whatever yeah, yeah. you want but don't you take cannot touch yeah. me like could, don't, don't touch take, me don't take that shit physically no, yeah do you no know way. what I mean like, no I'm, I'm still a person I'm still a human That's being just... I may be. I may have millions in the bank yeah. but don't yeah. don't kick me don't touch me don't do anything you can boo in my face you can swear at me you can Call fine. me all He'll the names it. under the sun. He'll take it, yeah. Do all your, it's like that Jason Manford jokes. You're shit. Yeah, cheers, lad. See you next week. Your mum's shit. Yeah, but you should see her house. Yeah, exactly. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Do all that. Nobody exactly. cares. Yeah, the only yeah, thing yeah. you can't do is don't come and touch me, especially kick me. Kick. That and is that's, fuck. That's, that is, In the head, is, by the way. In the head, by the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's, exactly. Just, that's, just, that's just the worst. That's just, but yeah, so look, out of order. I look forward to seeing what's going to happen about that, and I'm pretty sure that guy's going to get banned because he was all over he the TV. He needs to be banned. He's going to get banned for that shit. They'll look at the security. Surely Tottenham are not going to leave him one fan to ruin their Reputation. Surely they'll ban him for life and oh, kind yeah, of make a, have to, have to, take, yeah. make a lesson out of him, basically. Like, yeah. you know, make an example of him is the phrase I'm looking for. No, they'll definitely, they'll definitely have to like do something about that. But yeah, um, so I look forward to seeing what's happening with that. But look, I don't have anything else. And just re- sorry, real quick to correct myself, by the way, Odegaard scored in the first half. Not the second. Yeah, half. Odegaard yeah, just got. Yeah, apologies yeah, yeah, about was, that. I knew um, what you meant. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, in terms of the great second goal half, as well. yeah, great goal, great goal. Um, but in the second half, again, it was just you know managing the game. It's what we did at the very end. Obviously, you know the tussles and all that stuff that happened. Yeah, but you had to soak in some pressure as well, though. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they kind of stayed. Like, it's just like you said, how the, the game goes, minute, really. But maybe that was too exactly. It's a North London derby. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. dominate for the full ninety, no. but you dominated long enough to score two goals. You were clinical. First goal was lucky, second goal, great goal. 
but then again, like we've said many times on the podcast, is sometimes you make your own luck. If you play so well, yeah. you end up making your yeah. own luck, and you've continued to attack and knock on the door. Sometimes it, somebody, the door will unlock and the ball will sneak in. So, that's it. That's it. Keep yeah, in no, the door. spot on. Eight well points, done, eight well points on the top of the table. Well so, done, yeah, eight points on the top of the table. Yours to lose. Yeah. Yours to lose. As our friend said on the group chat yeah. as well, it's yours to lose. It is. It is. And I'm looking because I don't think I don't can't see City doing amazing against Spurs neither. Now I hope they do simply to kind of absolutely slap them about. Yeah. Because Antonio Conte will have the same approach. Touching on Conte, by the way, very quickly, he's mm-hmm. a league manager, but so stubborn. Do I genuinely think, and I want to say this again, is I believe he's trying to get the sack. Yeah. I saw his demeanour today on the touchline and uh, he's, he's, he, he, wasn't, was, he, yeah, didn't like, he didn't care at all. He just didn't care. There's like, no passion. Gary there. Neville touched on it as well. He said he's been like that for the past 40 minutes. Yeah. And that's not the Conte that we know. We know him like bouncing a bit like Arteta. Yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to as if he's playing on the pitch pushing his players and pulling them and maybe telling them right. to go here and do this and do that so I don't know yeah maybe it is time for him to go but um, long long may he stay there and fuck up Spurs even more than they already are so thank you for that but, that's uh, it that's look, it hey Obviously, we're going to talk about Chelsea because this is something a rare else occasion. happened. This is a rare something occasion else for, happened for today. all the listeners. You know, this is a rare occasion. So the occasion is Chelsea won, and Rick, I'd like to hear about it because Over I did not you, watch. Yeah. I did not watch any of that match. And can I just before you start, I'm going to tell you why I didn't watch that match, right? Because Mudrick, that I'm going to beep it here. I know I'm going to beep it, but that piece of shit was twerking all over Instagram. Twerking all over Twitter. Oh, look at my, look at me. I'm watching Arsenal play. Oh, please, with the prayers. Oh, Arsenal, I'm ready for you. He was basically just opened himself up, ready to be entered, right? And and yeah, what happened is, and that. what happened is, another person came in and was like, all right, but well, we're gonna slap another 10 million on that price tag, and uh, yeah, we'll pay that straight away. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, you can enter me. Wait a second, what happened? What happened? Where was the loyalty? Where was the... What? I'm sorry, Rick, but I genuinely have grown a hate for your team. I don't think it's so much the players... Just for for what happened. No, no, I totally agree with you. And I think Spurs haters as well for when we took William off them. But sometimes at the end of the day, it's like, what happens here is just business. Like, I'm sure uh, maybe we didn't have the right scouting system in the beginning to be interested in him first. Maybe it came out like somebody said, oh, Arsenal are after so-and-so. And then you go and look at it. You know, it's kind of that thing. It may have triggered something. But uh, one thing I can't fault Todd Bowley, and it's something that obviously we had no problem with Abramovich when he was spending the money and we had the majority of loan players, like 40 loan players a year. It's not the way to run a club. I totally understand it. And for outside looking anything like what's going on, but... You know what? He's buying players. He's investing in players in the club. Some of these players have been playing well. The new yeah. kid that I'll get onto, the centre-back, uh, the one that you said you signed on FIFA. What's his name? Badiashila. 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 Yeah, Badiashila. Badiashila or Badiashila? No, it's Badiashila. Benoit Badiashila. Badiashila, yeah, yeah. With a sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, a so shirt. Badiashila, sh- it was fantastic. He was amazing. So, And he was not amazing. He wasn't like, wow, because he didn't get tested he's that only, much. He's but only, what he was, he was... He's only younger. He's, he's 21, only like, like yeah. 20, 21, something like that. See, really, I thought he was like 19, 20 or something. 1920 or something. something like that, yeah. So, like, but uh, that's why he's got a seven year contract. Yeah, I mean, everyone at Chelsea's got a seven year contract. Everybody who's young is getting a seven year contract. But the one player who got the most contract is uh, Modric, who got a an eight and a half year contract oh he got eight and a half this time eight and a half oh, year contract shit. and I think it's like very much an American oh. contract where a hundred million for eight and a half years that kind of stuff anyway listen these are these are things that are financially that are not really going to affect the club that much until unless he leaves it's not about affecting the club it's not about affecting the club though bro like in terms of financially it's just it's just like now what basically Chelsea is saying is we have no idea who to buy 
please give us some ideas you know, on I, players. I, I, no, yeah, no, no. I hear what you're saying. It may look like that, but I don't think it's like that at all. Because the young I, boys will be brought real in. Quickly, real quick, I understand that you're going to defend your team to the very end. No, I get it. You're like, going to die on that hill. I no, get but you, what I I'm saying you. is, like, I don't think it's what? too bad neither. Because what they do, like, you, you, right now, you're a bit vexed because oh, obviously vexed. you That's stole two the guy. signings, by the way. That's two signings. It's who's the first? Felix. Jao Felix, but oh, you Jao won't remember Felix, that because yeah. obviously he's getting paid 1.2 million for two games and he's not even playing. Bench. So can I, he's not even sat on the bench, he's sat at home. Well, yeah, that's what Do I mean. Do you know what I mean? He's sat at home, at home earning that money. 1.4 million, by the way, just to be Listen, actually It is a lack of concentration, but I think if he can help us, and I think he will help us. Felix coming on against Fulham, like <sighs> I touched on it last week, he was very, very good for us. And he would have been very good for you, but you know what? He wanted to go to the better team. He didn't want to go to the better team. No, the better team with, with the more, more money. money. And that's a better it. project. No. Listen, when you get better, to that sorry, stage, I'm none sorry. of these Did players, you just say better project? Better did you say project. Did you just say that? Look at the list. Look at the list. What are you players. talking about? You have Listen, just you I have become 11, sorry, you have become Knott's Forest 2.0, but with more expensive players. Like what are you talking no, no, about? Exa- no, no, I agree with you. Knott's Forest 2.0, no, and I will accept that. Literally, so, totally. uh, you're telling me but, Graham Potter is the guy to lead the project of Chelsea. Nah, I don't, nah, I don't, uh, that's that's one that's to be seen. That's, that's incredible. Seen. That's, I can't believe but I can't believe after one win you've changed like that. <laughs> no, no, I haven't changed my mind like that. All I've all I've been thinking is is thinking very much on the fact that look at the players that we've got off and look at the players that are due to come now I heard somebody talk about the other day oh Chelsea need a midfielder and they've not gone and bought a midfielder they've got they just keep buying wingers Pulisic is not up to scratch like he plays well he does all right we've even touched on this he's not consistent enough yeah okay so he's one player Mason Mount can't play on the wing he can play probably a 10 Havertz is not a winger or a striker he can probably be play as a 10 Sterling okay we'll give him a due he's a winger uh, if we're going to play with five at the back Reese James Chilwell to come back and Golo Kante Still to come back. Uh, I forgot his name. The boy from Juventus. I think I always pronounce his wait, name. Wait, wait, sorry, sorry. wait, wait, wait. Sorry, Zakari. we're not. I'm not discussing. I'm not discussing. Like you know, no, what, what I'm Chelsea, saying is like as a team. As you've a team, got to come back. I'm, I'm discussing to come back. The youth and, squad. That, but listen, we need these players to go. Like Jorginho needs to go. Kovacic is going to probably another season, and he's going to go. Kulibali's got two seasons when he came in because he came in under Tuchel. I don't think Potter fancies him at all. And then obviously, what happens is you look to buy younger players see what goes on for a year or two if they're good enough up to the scratch if not again it's an investment isn't it like, if they're good we bought him cheap if he's not good it's going to look very very hey, sorry. expensive ain't no one that you bought is cheap by the way ain't no one you bought is oh, cheap Jao Felix Barry Sheila, if he, no Jao Felix he's is not cheap like, Mudrick is not he's, cheap he's, he's, Mudrick is not cheap but Mudrick is kind of whatever like Who whatever they see in Fofana? him he was not cheap Fofana which was which Fofana? The Wesley Fofana? Wesley, yeah, Fofana. What was Wesley, that, 85 yeah, 75 million? Million, that's, yeah, and that's English teams skyrocketing the price and obviously stupid enough to pay. No, I mean, no, 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 that's fine. 30. You can justify... You Cucurella's can justify, not worth 60 neither. You can like, justify you know I mean? it, like, you know, coming from a Premier League foreign, team. But I'm just yeah, saying, Premier like, you know, in terms of... Ones who ain't no one cheap that you bought. Like, literally. as a fan, what I'm... What I'm happy with is he's investing it. Like he's just putting, he's bringing players and trying to tell whoever it is. It could be Potter, might be Zidane, might be back to Tuchel, could be whoever the hell he brings out as the next manager of Chelsea. If it's not Potter, if it is great, do you know what I mean? I genuinely don't want to be that team. I want to win, of course, but I don't want to be that team that keeps sacking managers all the time. I Abramovich era was very successful. We sack managers mid-season, then we go and win Champions Leagues. We sack managers mid-season and go and win FA Cups. Okay, not the league because we'd be out of the league. Uh, 
uh, the title race. So we'd been very successful in that method that uh, Abramovich had, but he had money to spare. Mourinho came in, sacked him halfway, paid him 22 million to the rest of his contract. Conte came in, paid, sacked, paid 17 million. Do you know what I mean? So there was money there. And as a fan, you know, what well, yeah, players come in, but at the end of the day, it's about bragging rights. We're winning Champions Leagues, Premier Leagues, etc., etc. So that's that's one thing. And this isn't because we've won one, by the way. I'm just thinking the players that we've got to come back, what I'm excited for is these players coming back. And I don't know what this Modric is like. I'm excited to see Jao Felix, Reese James, Armando Broya, Angolo Kante, and the boy that I saw today as well, Barishila. One game, I'm not getting carried away, but he was very confident on the ball. There's a reason know, like, why I, I buy more people, about, by the way. There's the reason why know? I buy more people all the time. Bro, he was brilliant. He was so calm. From being used to watching, yeah. uh, what's his name, Kulabali, get yeah. the ball and panic and think, what am I doing? What am I doing? What? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a, like a dog on heat. He's a Saliba, Literally, he's he was a so type. calm. That's what he was, was like. So, yeah, just calm. Passed it with his left foot. Zaha tried to come to him. He dropped the shoulder. Not afraid to take the player on. Do you know what I mean? And I don't mind. He will make a mistake. One time out of 10, that will be a problem. And you're going to be like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. But nine times out of 10, it works. And now he was, I liked him a lot, you know. And you know what I've been like about Kolobali, even comparing him to a League One defender. Cucurella the same. It was so good to have somebody at the back who was reassuring and just doing the simples. Get the ball. And, and this is so important as well, what I'm about to say. He was able to put the right amount of weight behind the ball when he made the pass. He was never too short. He was never too far. It was just seemed to be perfect. And he arrived at the right time rather than just like the ball slowly rolling to the left back or the midfield. It was kind of like a bit of zip on it. Get there. Get out. Honestly, but one thing I was disappointed with and I'll go into more detail is very quickly is my team after winning or going up 1-0 they just dropped back and I was like what is God why are we inviting pressure we were dominating for so long now we're inviting pressure and we look like but we're about to concede and that's the one thing that needs to change it might be Potter's mentality like that or let's protect the lead and he did bring on Koulibaly uh, but yeah, now going back to what I was just saying, man, I'm just excited to see what comes. I can understand. We're not in a relegation battle. No, no, I don't think that's going to be by the case. that point. No, no, I'm saying like because I'm excited for when these players come back, uh, James and Golo. Because I think Golo is going to be fantastic in midfield with Joao Felix and Havertz up top. Aubameyang came on; he didn't do very much. Listen, Havertz is a great baller if he can have the right players. Uh, Mason Mount yeah. played well today Conor Gallagher played well I do today like, I, I was going to say I do just like Havertz I do just like Havertz running, as a player I think, he's, I think he's really good even at Leverkusen I thought he was really good as well today. No, it was a fantastic yeah so, he's a great no. player like again I, I gave him the highest compliment when I compared him to Meza Ozil yeah, yeah you know and no. Uh, but no the starting 11 today I was a bit confused at it first I was like oh is it really the right time and we need a win we're at home Barry Sheila playing I know Larry said he's a great player on FIFA but this isn't no, that's FIFA, FIFA yeah, that's Todd, sorry Todd is probably playing FIFA yeah exactly do you know what I mean and then I saw Lewis Hall as well and I was like okay I'd rather have Hall than Cucurella Cucurella needs to be out of the limelight out of the spotlight sorry Um, the first uh, match by the way the first match I ever watched Lewis Hall play which was like I can't remember it was maybe in the cup was it City? Yeah, City, City and the Carabao Cup where he played really well, he but somehow we still lost. Brilliantly. He played because yeah, he had chances and he keeps getting chances. I mean, if he works on his finishing, by the way. That's it, man. That's it. He's just not clinical enough. He's Even today player. he had a chance he's and a I was like, player. oh. I really like him as a player. player. I really do. He's confident. He's yeah, confident right, in, his, in, his, in his skill, in his art. At that, age, at that age, confidence is the main thing that you need to have. This is what I mean. Maybe project is the wrong word that I use and I didn't articulate myself the right way, but this is what I'm talking about. These young players, they're all seem. If there's, it takes one manager, like it took uh, Arteta, one manager, to put these individual talents to work together so they play to each other's strengths. And now look at Arsenal this year, right? Who would have thought Jacker, Odegaard last year, Martinelli, okay, but Saka, flipping Gabriel, 
uh, Ramsey, like you mentioned earlier, yeah, the Ben guy White, was when everybody mistakes, was like, right? why Gabriel. is it 50 million? Why, is ben, why have we spent 50 million on a Brighton player? Blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. He turns out to be like the buy of the century. Look how good he is at the back. He's, he's the, solid. Yeah, right back, yeah. centre back. He has been, yeah, I was I mean? going to say, he has so been So there's gambles in there. So maybe sure. Chelsea yeah. are doing the same with a Modric. Maybe they're doing mm. the same with, uh, what's his name? David Fofana, that's up top, the young lad that they got. Yeah. Chukamenka and all these. It's just It just only takes kind of that one player to pay up to kind of like just be amazing and it makes worth the rest of them because let's say Chuka Menkes if he turns out to be the world's best player in that position argument hypothetical uh, Paris Saint-Germain Real Madrid will pay 150 million for him and then all of a sudden the 100 million you've spent on three players like Barisila Chuka Menka, and so on and so forth all of a sudden it's worth do you know what I mean it's a gamble but yeah. it only takes one yeah. bet or two bets to come no, in you're to right, make you forget right. about the rest it's, it's, so that's why so look it's, like, yeah so again, apologies it's not, to the listeners if I'm saying project but I'm just excited no, no, for I these get, young I, players and seeing these young players I get and what I you're saying it's just one I, manager just to put them together and I be like debate, be outstanding I debate and I don't agree with the transfer strategy that they've had that's, that's my main thing I just don't I just don't see that as a feasible thing. Look, hey, again, it's too early for me to tell. Too early for you to tell whether it's going to be successful or not. So, look, obviously for me, I hope it doesn't. It's exciting, though. As a Chelsea fan, like it's exciting standard. to see your your team spend money. Do you know what I mean? Like, think about it. It's, it's only this year no, that no, you guys have. I, I get it. I get oh, it. Liverpool, Liverpool struggling to spend money and got uh, Pep coming out. Pep, sorry, Klopp coming out and saying. We don't have the money to spend. We're not like these other teams. Blah blah blah. So they, they were happy when they spent seventy-five, but that's they spent it because they made it from Coutinho sale. They've never really gone into kind of spending as an investment in the yeah. team. You know, they've sold players yeah. to buy players, which is a great model for the club, for the business, for the longevity yeah. of the business. And they do really but as well a fan, well. you don't have bragging rights. Yeah, they're doing excellent. What yeah. the ninth? Yeah, but no, no, sorry, sorry. Again, there was a period when Klopp obviously was successful in what he was doing, which cannot be denied. Can we just make that clear, by the yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, no, no. We're not by all means, yeah, no, we're no, not no, disputing that, that at all. At all. Listen, he won the Champions League, but what I'm trying to make the point of, like, sometimes you need to invest in the team because these players get old, they may yeah, get no, complacent, no, no. they may get. Agreed. Do you know what I mean? Agreed. And that's the problem Agreed. with Chelsea. I think there's too many players on Chelsea riding on. Well, I won the Champions League with Chelsea, like a Jorginho. Kovacic now and again, he plays well, and then all of a sudden you're like, what is he doing, bro? Just yeah. do the basic, just pass the ball, like just pass it faster. Mason Mount, okay, we can still make the argument he's young. Technically, he's not young. He's 20-something. That's yeah. prime in football now. Yeah, Nowadays, yeah, yeah. is prime. Prime time, prime age, you know what I mean? Yeah, so no, 100%. 100%. Chelsea need to invest to get rid of this dead wood that's coming in. And to be fair, most of the dead wood, the, dead wood, the older generation, I'll take that phrase back, dead wood, is from uh, from would you call it from like thirty upwards? Aspeliqueta. If Aspeliqueta leaves, Ray James is our only right back. Yeah, look, I was going to say. Right I mean, I, like, like like you said as well. And this I, is what I mean. I will, no, no, I will I will agree with you to a certain extent. I just obviously I'm still vexed because of what happened that that's standard my and, friend was the same as well my look, friend was very much the same he was like why have you took him and at first like you said because you mentioned it on chat didn't you you said oh, I can't believe Chelsea have taken him and I was like what and you asked me last time do you even know who he is I was like I have no idea who he is no, look I'll be honest I'm, I'm not saying like you know I definitely wanted him I'll be very fair with you you know what I mean I've said this on, on the other pod as well I just the money that they were asking for I didn't feel comfortable spending that money but if they were going in to negotiate you know so many times then it must mean like he must be good and I trust Arteta's you know what would you have been happy pick? to spend as, as, a, as a fan what would you have said like you know what this is, that, this is what I'd be happy to spend what for a player like that who's for him for him I'll be honest with you I would have spent I would have been comfortable at around 60 million max that would have been yeah. my maximum bid and you know what 
I feel like that's more than reasonable. That's more than reasonable for a player yeah, that no, hasn't really proven himself. Look, we're talking about one good match at Santiago Bernabeu. Do you know what I mean? It's like, come on, bro. What I didn't about the rest? I'm just going what my friend no, no, said. No, I'm saying, like, no, no, not from you. From, from your friend, I'm saying, like, you know, he's saying yeah. that. It's like, well, okay, then what? Can you tell me another example? No, you can't. All right, well, is he that good? You know what I mean? It, it no, just, no, exactly. He's like, not he made the world million. stage. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what vexes me. It's like, you know, we were willing a, yeah. to go up to that stage and I'm sure they had money to do that. But they were like, look, that player is not worth that 100 million that they're asking for. Do you know what I mean? No, I that's overinflation right there. I think if a buy Leverkusen went in for him, he probably would have sold for 45 to 50 mil. Exactly, but because that, it's an English I club. Think it's Premier League. Exactly. And, I, and it's not even an English club. It's like billionaire. the elite of English clubs. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like these billionaire yeah. owners. Then he thinks like all of a sudden now he's worth 100 million. And I think these are the things that I blame transfers like Neymar for 200 million, Lukaku to Chelsea for 100 million, Coutinho for 140 million. Yeah, Jean Felix you know for I mean? the same price. Jean Felix for 130, 27, however yeah, much he went much, for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you look at Jordan Sancho leaving Borussia Dortmund where he had one good season. And then costing Man United 75 million, Harry Maguire 80 85, yeah, 85 million. You know yeah. what I mean? It's crazy. Van Dijk was 875 million for a defender. And yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, and these are the things that got heightened. And as a football team, if you have one of your best defenders, all of a sudden you're gonna like be like, oh no, he's worth he's worth Van Dijk money. He's got the potential to be a VVD. He's got he's Virgil all over. This kid will be Virgil in two years. So you're not gonna yeah. let him go. But then other teams, like let's say Madrid, a Chelsea, a PSG, some team with big money gonna come in and be like, you know what, we're willing to take the gamble. How much is it okay we'll, we'll give you the extra 30 but yeah. I think what Chelsea have done is uh, Todd has done it slightly different he's gone uh, Todd as if he's a pal he's done it slightly different I, in I terms of paid 64 65 I think he's paid again these are just reports that I've read today and then the rest of it to Plus make up the 100 yeah, million yeah, yeah. euros it's add-on so which add you know if he, if he hits certain targets by all means which is great okay pay the extra 30 but like I said I have no idea who he is I've watched a little bit again how much of a judgment can you make of a YouTube clip no. as football YouTube fans Hey, YouTube was, clips, yeah. everyone's worth That's over 100 million. For. It's the highlights. Everyone's you know worth I mean? over 100 million. Nobody's telling you the so. bad touch, the bad decisions. Exactly, so exactly. So no, uh, this kid is okay, look, eight and a half years. He, they must believe in him thinking he's going to be something special to give him an eight and a half year contract. And I think he's believing in majority of the youngsters to say, do you know what? I believe in you, but just work your socks off. I'm sure there's stuff in there, like you're going to get sold, you're going to get loaned here, there and everywhere to make us some money back. Five million loan fee, six million loan fee, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. No, I'm, 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 I'm do you know positive what I mean? about it, that. It does yeah. seem I'm like a, a wise businessman in terms of making the money back. But uh, overall, I, I can see why you would be like that. Like, you know, I can understand being vexed. You've stole the play, two players from us. We did the same thing when we Bramovich here to Fulham. Uh, sorry, Fulham to because Fulham because he William plays for Fulham yeah, now yeah. to Spurs when we got Fulham from Shakhtar as well. But hey, if he turns anything out to be like William, money well spent because William was a. Uh, yeah, William was good. William Chelsea. was good. Yeah, 100 percent on that one. Uh, but listen, very quickly on scary. the game. Yes, please. Yes, very quickly on game, the game. Yes. Right. Sorry so about that, listeners. Up. We were just yeah, to discuss so we just, that vexation. We had to, we had to get it. I was that a therapy anger. session there for a second. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Go on. Yeah, please carry no, on. Listen, with the, the, game, with the, match. the game for Give me was decent. Month. I was quite excited for it. The ball, like I mentioned to you earlier, players calm on the ball, doing the basic things of passing the ball with a bit of speed rather than keeping. Jorginho was still holding onto the ball for too long for me, but not too bad in terms of like how long he was doing. He was still passing it, but I would like to have seen him get rid of it a bit quicker. Mason Mount, Conor Gallagher were trying to get in the box as much as they could, like or as quickly as they could. Havertz played a little bit more in the central role, that pivotal role. And I think that kind of slightly made the difference because in previous games, he likes to drop far to get a touch of the ball. Then the centre-backs have got no one to mark 
and they're just staying there, organising their position. We were playing the ball forward as well. Lewis Hall had a good game. Excuse me, Chuck and Menka had a good game. Havertz obviously scored the goal. Ziyech, I've got to give a shout-out to Ziyech. Ziyech had a decent game today, you know. He wasn't, like, trying the little tricks and flicks and falling over or not winning a uh, foul. He was getting stuck in, and then, you know, he was getting fouled off the ball. So, yeah, free kick rather than just losing the ball. So, overall, for me, because obviously I've been talking about it quite long on it, is nice to have the W, but it's, it wasn't a convincing W. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm still cautious of the way we've been playing, that we had a bit more physicality today as well, which is I'd like to have seen. You know, a bit more extra, kind of that, again, like I mentioned to you last time, that killer instinct, just go for the second. We've got him on the ropes, just like Arsenal did today. They scored their first, quickly, let's go get the second one while while they're playing so bad. But Chelsea seem to have got that first goal and then all of a sudden, retreat, retreat, let's protect what we've got from 70 minute, 80th minute, whenever it was that Kai Havertz scored the goal. And then what, one thing I didn't like, it became very much a little bit about, it felt like time wasting. Yeah. And uh, I can understand why, because it's our first win in like nine, of ten course, games. Of yeah, course, they wanted to do everything you, you, to manage you it. You need the W that, to try that. and take yeah, it, yeah, yeah. but as somebody who's like against all of this BS, I just, well, time-wasting and stuff, I just hated it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's going on? But yeah, listen, W, let's go on to Liverpool and then see what Liverpool... That's going to be, that's gonna be an interesting, interesting match for sure, uh, because obviously both teams kind of struggling and this is where this is where Chelsea's going to be sort of, you know, have, they have to prove it now. It's like, okay, you're going up against a, a, a half-decent team at this point, obviously who are a top team, but they're just half that right now. So if you can beat them, yeah. then it's like, all right, cool. There's your confidence, and then yeah, you can be on the and road that's to it, do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Because totally, Liverpool, look, we come from a win, and Liverpool lost, isn't it? So yeah, I agree with you. It, on that. It's it's a great it's 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 a great result, and not just for the points for you. It's it's you know this could do everything for the confidence. Um, which again, I don't know. I don't know how much of a threat you'll be to the title race. I I don't know. I mean, nah, not again, even close. Not, not even look, close. We say, we say that, but there's still a few. You know, we're just over halfway through now. You know what I mean? We still got a lot of matches to go. That everything can change. So, again, it's always a fear when you have a team like Chelsea and they they look like they're on a come up again. It's like ah, oh, because Man United have done it. You know, the third now, and it's like ah. What's going yeah, on here? Yeah. And I think Man United are title contenders. I think Man U will be. Man U will fall, by the way. They've just dropped down because of goal difference against Newcastle. Oh, Newcastle. Okay, but they played yeah, very, fair. very well. So I think what Man United will start winning a couple of matches. If let's see what Man U do against Arsenal. When is that? Next week, I think it is. Yeah, it's next weekend. Next yeah, yeah Saturday. Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Sunday. Again. Yeah, that's, Sunday. That's 4 a whole 30, week. So that'll be a decent game. That's a whole. So week. yeah, next week it'll be. Uh, and then obviously you've got City in the cup, and then Everton away, which that'll be a big game as well. But imagine, the way Everton are playing. Imagine that Arsenal Man United fighting it for the title that's how crazy is that's, that by that's the way that's 0-2 or 3 isn't it can really I, again 0-2 or 3-0-1 can I say pride, right pride, I, your era. I, don't th- I don't know if we had this conversation on the pod right at the beginning of the season when I said to you I said you know it just feels like the 23-24 it's 20 years exactly yeah, you did. after you did. Yeah, yeah, no, was, exactly. It, was it a conversation that no, we no, had no you mentioned we mentioned it on the pod it's one of the very first first episode first or second episode we talked about it because we were saying about your team and the way you performed and yeah. You mentioned how you would go to such teams and lose. So yeah, no, no, that was that was exactly. And listen, I'm, uh, it hurts me, but I am happy to see Arsenal play amazing football. I just hope Chelsea played amazing football, and I was hoping Spurs would play great football so that I could watch as a football fan when yeah. my team wins like they did today. Yeah, it's a I can watch a win, decent yeah. game. Do you know what I mean? Like, win, I could, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It was. We deserved to win today. We had so many passes. We had like 63% possession, 15 shots, only five on target, and they had 10 and five. So we need to be a bit more clinical in front of goal. But you know, like fit five hundred. 67 passes compared to their 300 you know what I mean we kind of dominated the yeah. pass we just yeah, weren't did, clinical yeah. enough but in terms of like I was saying to you if my team plays early in the afternoon 
and wins, then I want to watch the Super Sunday Sky and decide to advertise it as my new Arsenal. I want to watch a great game. I don't want to watch just one team defended like I did today. That's why I gave up with it. And yeah. Yeah. I was really looking forward to this North London derby. I'm not going to lie. And then I just thought, like, what? I looked at that team sheet. It was from disappointing. It was disappointing. As well. I was like, is he just going to attack with three players? Are the rest just going to be in defense? Is yeah, it literally Son, Kane, and Kulusevski attacking? And, it's just that, and that's what annoys me. And that's why I'm happy to see Arsenal at the top. I hope Liverpool get there, Chelsea. And I just want to see, obviously, I hope Chelsea win every single game. Standard, but I just yeah, want to watch yeah. battles, you know? Like, I want to watch, like, top quality football man no it was I mean okay let's touch on real quick last thing then Uh, what about the penalty Um, was it Mitrovic who took it uh, I'm going to have to rely on your expertise for that because it was the same time as the Chelsea match and I've just watched the Chelsea match. I've not even watched the highlights of that because as soon as Arsenal finished, that, like I said to you, should we just jump on while well, you've still got the emotion high and I've still got the Chelsea feeling and I was feeling so disappointed with Tottenham so I wanted to get my points out. So I heard about it, like double feet, like touched it with his left just, and then yeah, hit it with I'm, his right or something. But I, I just wanted to touch on that, yeah, just real quick because I'll it just quickly, popped, I'll into, quickly, sorry, it just popped into it, it just and, popped uh, into my head. If you haven't seen it, then please watch it. Sorry, it just popped into my head. I, I want to like, watch it now. I want to yeah, watch it now. I thought I thought you would have watched it to be honest, but um, yeah, have a watch of that. That was just hilarious, hilarious to watch. But you know, but look in terms of uh, yeah, in terms of Chelsea, in terms of Chelsea, it was. Um, like you said, well, you're saying it's a deserved win. Fair enough. I mean, I'm happy that I'm happy that you got a W at least, so we can have a decent conversation on the pod. And you know, I don't I'm have to I don't have to like, listen to disappointment all the time. But you're draining, um, yeah, just draining. Even the listeners, are like, oh, this guy talking about Chelsea again. Man. What the why, why is he so depressed? Why is so he so depressed all the time? Is he not yeah, going yeah. to Yeah, this is it. <laughs> That's it. Isn't it? Um, I'll send you some, but it's uh, because obviously Arsenal fan in it. I've been hoarding them for years. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just check them. They ran out of data. Well, yeah. Maybe Maybe the recent so ones. I got some guys. recent ones when you beat us in the uh, in the Europa League finals. So. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, it's fine. Like you know what I mean. But these, uh, but these yeah. things, these were about to end at some point. But yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, so Chelsea, obviously, you know, hopefully, maybe on a come up. I don't know. When I say hopefully, I mean that for you, obviously. Um, did you watch that by the way? Did you Did you watch it? Which one? Sorry. The the, the penalty. Not yeah. yet. I'm still watching the full highlights. Newcastle have played it. Like all I'm watching is Newcastle highlights so far. Oh, Which one okay. even have any? <laughs> I watched the post. Is this is like watching the Liverpool Brighton highlights? Did, like, did anything? Did the Liverpool yeah, even attack? Where, where was Liverpool? By the way, did anyone have a chat with them at all? Yeah, while like, I'm watching no. this, by the way, let's have a chat about Liverpool. Is this the penalty? Oh, stop it! Yeah, did you watch that? By stop the way? it! Did you watch Are you joking? Yeah, I'm just watching how he, it is a penalty because he yeah. kicked his leg. There. Like, no, 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 it's a penalty, but like. The, Overhead, and he's just like the rest of his body's outside the box, but because the foot's in the box, it's a penalty. But did you have you? Oh. It's coming up now. The okay. referee's gone to VAR. I'll fast forward. Oh, he's missed it. Wait, then it's like, oh no, he scores. Right? Let's have a look. He scores, but just watch. Oh my god, yeah, no, that can't happen. He's a double one. He... No, 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 you can tell straight away, like the way the deflection of the ball, he was going to go the other side. That is just that's insanity. That is insanity, by the way. That... That's why the ball's got that spin. Yeah, yeah, can you see? Yeah, it's, that is yeah. No, that's that's a free kick. Cause you can't do that. It's yeah, it was uh, it was embarrassing to say the least. You know, what I mean, that could have been that could to have be been. Fair, I feel sorry for I feel sorry for Fulham fans for that because obviously you get the penalty that happens to you rather than a retake. And these are the rules, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, if you and then to lose the way, oh, oh, Isak in it, Isak right at the end. He I just uh, saw some there because Bruno got injured, didn't he? Bruno injured and then Gumaris, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then say Maximan came on, uh, came on. I don't even, sorry about that, by the way, I just press mute on the mic. 
real quick. Don't talk to your no phone. We're professionals. We are professionals. Yeah, this is what we do. We're just, test, we're just testing, isn't it? We're just testing. So, oh, I oh, can't yeah. believe they've only had the internet minutes. What have they done? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane, isn't it? It's hey, insane. listen, we talked about it. It's good. We both, we both love Newcastle. We love the Geordies. And, uh, you know, it's going to be great for the town. Newcastle finishing Europe. Poof. Those Champions League nights are going to be amazing. Even European nights, even yeah. if they don't get Champions League, it's going to be amazing. The tune's going, going to be lively. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. Honestly, I look forward. I, I genuinely think we should try and get tickets. If Newcastle makes Champions if League, we, we should make an effort to go into some of the group matches. Although I do think it'll be very difficult because season tickets are going to sell faster than gold dust. Yeah, not 100% on that one. Uh, right, okay, cool. Let's just uh, have a quick chat about uh, uh, Liverpool Brighton because, or Brighton Liverpool, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, because I heard you on the chat. You've got a few things to mention about this so go on my mate so look because you predicted Liverpool win on this when I predicted I Brighton 2-1 you predicted Liverpool 2-1 I did that was, that was my mistake I Sorry, what, what did I predict for the Chelsea match by the you, way uh, Chelsea match you predicted well well done you 1-0 I predicted a draw because pessimistic I, over here I said I said 1-0 right because again you just don't have anyone to score more goals but as if you actually got the 1-0 so brilliant thanks thanks to me on that one but yeah uh, Brighton Liverpool I, I watched that match and I look I've never seen, or I don't remember, a Liverpool side that bad. Like, they were yeah. shocking. Absolutely shocking. And my main point about this whole thing, and all I'm going to say is that Trent Alexander-Arnold, yeah, he, his defensive awareness is just, it just doesn't exist. Like, the amount of times he was, he was running, he was running obviously towards attack, then the ball switched play. He was, I don't know, he was just walking. He was walking whilst there was three defenders only against against three attackers. And it's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Like, you know what I mean? And even as, as a manager, like if I was Klopp, I would have taken him off like in the first 20, 30 yeah. minutes just to be like, what? why are you doing this? Like, you, you're supposed to be a defender. I get that you're a great attacker, but your main duty should be in defense and you have neglected all of that. I said it in the group and I will stand by it. Like I know, I know it rubbed up, you know, the, the Liverpool fans, I know it rubbed them the wrong way, but it's only the truth. Like watching Trent Alexander-Arnold, right? And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Liverpool liker. Do you know what I mean? Like I like Liverpool. I don't mind them. You know, I don't hate them like a Man United or whatever, or a Chelsea mm -hmm. right now. Um, <laughs> but So I don't hate them, you know, so I, I don't necessarily have anything bad to say about Liverpool in general. But when they play like they did against Brighton was just, you know, it, I have to I have to say this, you know what I mean? And, and credit to Brighton, by the way, they, they dominated the whole game, the whole game. McAllister, that guy, wow, just wow. Just wow. Yeah. Him, Sully March, obviously getting uh, getting a couple of goals. Sully March, well done. Welbeck's goal. Did you see Welbeck's goal, by the way? Did you watch any of the highlights of that? Yeah, oh, that goal, the way he lifted it over Gomez. He wow. just, Gomez. Wow. To be fair, all the goals, even Sully March's goal, I was going to mention on this. I was going to let you finish it, but mention since you asked me for Sully, the goal. Yeah, yeah. Sully March's second goal, the way he managed to generate power and go far corner was yeah. incredible strike. And then obviously Welbeck's is just Art. Welbeck, well, that goal from Welbeck, that was, you know, and and the thing is, when it, when you watch it again in slow motion on the replay, you see Gomez's face when the ball goes over his head, and it's just one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like, if I ever get a, if I get a still of that, I'll send you it. His face is sort of like, oh, <laughs> you know, he realized, he realized that was the end. Like he realized yeah, that was the finished. end for him. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh. I saw, I saw like from the camera angle from the back yeah. when I showed the replay. I saw the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You now listen, I've said it for, I've it said it great. for 
seasons now that Trent Alexander-Arnold is an amazing attacking defender, yeah. great passing ability. He can ability, whip some balls in. He can whip some balls in. And great yeah. cross. And obviously forever he'll be a legend at Liverpool. He's a whipper, yeah. On that Champions League's night and that quick thinking with between him and Origi against Barcelona. And you know what? He's merited an England call-up in the past. However, now when you're coming up against stronger opposition who are just going to run at you, He's weak. He can't. He cannot defend one on one. He one on ones. He's very poor. Player yeah. being be, if a player is faster than him, he's ruined. If a player is at the same pace as him, there is still liability with Trent. And even I mentioned that last part. I got a bit of hate from Liverpool fans saying I can't believe you use Trent as an example. But if you get him to keep his head down, there is nothing he can do. Like he literally cannot. He'll get rid of the ball or yeah. trying to give it to oh, he, uh, Matip or Konate like he did. And yeah. I watched the yeah. highlights, and that's literally what happened. Yeah, there were panic between that Liverpool defence. And I've said this for years. Any team, if you really want to, but it's not sustainable. Liverpool showed it. Let's def, uh, defend from the from the front. Uh, from, from the front. Thank you. And but it's not sustainable doing no, that because it, it, it involves and, you to run yeah, as ten twenty k yeah. a, um, a game. You know what I mean? And, it, and now Liverpool are suffering. Yeah. But which yeah, I've seen uh, today, although one of our friends is probably on the chat now, I saw even before Chelsea spent the same amount of money in six months that Liverpool have in the past 10 windows. And I just wanted to touch on that. Liverpool need to invest now. Although they had a fantastic team, or on paper they've got a great team, this team needs some fresh blood. Uh, Cody Gakpo come in, okay, brilliant, but that one play is not needed. It's not needed, so it's not enough. They need to invest heavily in somebody in midfield. And can I just and add, by the way, real quick, they've got Cody Gakpo, but they've got Jota to come back, and they've got uh, Luis Diaz to come back. Do you know what I mean? And they interchange yeah, yeah. on that Listen, role. Not all, not all is uh, not all. It's not doom and gloom as much as no. people may think. However, by the time they come back, they're attacking players. Yeah. And Liverpool may revert back to it's fine if you score. We're just going to score more than you. Van Dijk's out as well. He's due to come back. But even with Van Dijk, they looked la- uh, looked vulnerable at the back, didn't they? They, yeah. they were leaking goals. Alisson's not, not the Van Dijk as well of old. As, no, yeah. no way. He's not the Van Dijk of old. Alisson's not seems to be on form since coming back after the World Cup. Now he's the, the goals old that Van he conceded Dijk. against. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> old VV. <laughs> but uh, even with Alisson, as I was saying, was you know he's making mistakes. You just look at the game against uh, Wolves in the FA Cup. The goals that yeah. should have really yeah. been saved. Not, but again, not I think that's goals. because that's because of his defense as well. I think uh, I think he gets a bit shaky when when the defense is not working. Oh, by all means, you by know, all he means. had obviously when Van Dijk was at his peak. Van Dijk was running the show there, like you know he was telling Alisson what to do, and and maybe maybe for a keeper that's not that's not a bad thing to do if you've got someone who's confident like Van Dijk was. But yeah, you know yeah. now it's like yo, you're a keeper, bro. Like you need to do your job. You forget about the defense. You need to do your job. Do you know what Listen, I'm saying? Van, Van Dijk, again, I've said just, it before. Everything, everything's linked uh, into it again, starting from the defense, and I think that's where he gets a bit bummy. To be fair, and yeah, I think no, bummy I is the right word. Bummy, love the word bummy. <laughs> you come up with some top phrases, ear, ear holes, and bummy. But bummy, bro, uh, yes. what <laughs> bummy. But no, what I was going to say with Van Dijk, I've said it before. He's not my top five defender in the Premier League era. I think he's a great defender, but he's not my top five. And I also think teams right now are starting to discover him as well. Like on one-on-one situations, he's great, but he can make a mistake as well. And this season, he has been making a couple of mistakes that have cost Liverpool. Either may have led to a goal or not directly conceded a goal or may have led to an attacking that's led to a goal. But Van Dijk is great and he's Liverpool's best defender. But he needs support as well because he was very good when Matip was at the top of his game yeah, or when Kanata's Gomes really, was on the top of his game. Kanata's not, really not there. Thing, Matip's not playing very well. No, and to be all. honest with you, like you mentioned on Trent being such a liability, I blame Klopp. Why didn't he take him off sooner yeah. and then play Gomez, and play Gomez at right back? 
he did against Liverpool. Do you remember when he took him off and they said he's got an ankle injury because Martinelli was absolutely against tearing Arsenal, the yeah, new yeah, one? Yeah. Against Arsenal, sorry. Yeah, I yeah. don't know who I said. So, yeah, just just, just things like that. But for, listen, yeah, take him off and part take of him me off. is sad to see Liverpool lose. Sad is a strong word. I don't like it because these top teams, I'd like to see them always competing. Like, I want it to be yeah, two points between first yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. seventh. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like interesting, isn't it? Interesting, yeah. Definitely. Makes it interesting, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's obviously, it's an advert around the world for the Premier League. But uh, this. Chelsea next week, like I said before, mid-table clashes looks like between yeah. Chelsea and Liverpool, and who would have thought it? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it, it's it's funny from an Arsenal point of view. Sorry, uh, everyone. <laughs> But it's funny from an really? Arsenal point of view. Are you sorry? No, no, I'm not really sorry, sorry at all. No, 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 no really why am I lying? Just yeah, trying to keep you friendly. Don't, don't lie. Listen, I'm sorry. Our okay. listeners listen to us because yeah. we are honest with our opinions. Yeah, I don't want to lie. I am not sorry. We, uh, you know, we've been. It's been a long time since uh, we felt this. So please let us have this at least for one season, and the next season, Man City can go back to you know normal proceedings. Yeah. Let it be a Leicester year. Let it be a Leicester year. Let us have this one Leicester year, and then we can move on. We'll have this is the year of the fox, isn't it? This is the year of the fox, isn't it? No, it's not. It's the year of the rabbit. Anyway, it doesn't matter, right? The point is, I have no idea what you're going on about. I'm assuming you're making a reference to Chinese New Year. Yeah, the Chinese New Year. Yeah, I don't know which which year it is. If it's the year of the fox, then it's Leicester year. It's the fact that you said the year of the fox. I was like, is he talking about the Leicester here? What's he going? Then when you mentioned the year of the rabbit, I was like, all right, Chinese New Year. I see what my guy's talking about. But I had to clarify that for the listeners just in case they needed a bit of clarity. But anyway, look, just let us have this. So, yeah, it's it's funny to see these teams going through the struggle because, again, that's, you know, we've been through it and we've been through a rebuild. We've been through a couple of rebuilds that didn't work. You know what I mean? Like it's It's been disappointing. The, the, the last time we were competing for the title was obviously the Leicester year and we were top yeah. and we beat Leicester twice that season. You beat Leicester home and away. Yeah, yeah. and we still managed to let that slip. And I'm like, What? How do you do this? How do you manage to let that... Sleep? But anyway, look, so let us have this and uh, it's good to see. It's good to see. So long may, I think it's long deserved, may last, though, mate. Long may I think it's deserved. Like, I'm not going to lie. It pains me to say this, but I think it is deserved what you guys have done. And like I mentioned to you earlier, like with Chelsea bringing all these young players and having young players from the academy coming up as well, the Lewis Hall, the so on and so forth. Uh, it's, uh, you know, like so on and so forth. Lewis Hall, Amanda Breuer, Mason Mount, Conor Gallagher, etc., etc. Although these guys, Reese James and so on. It, I think it just takes that one manager to have uh, the owners to have a bit of belief in him yeah. and say okay who do you need and be like okay I'm going to trust you here okay why did it not work this year because I think this is a conversation Arteta would have had with the owners yeah. owners saying to him like you know holding him accountable why did it not work this year we just bought you Pepe for 77 or maybe not Arteta but you know what I mean yeah, got, yeah, you've yeah. got Pepe there cost you 77 and Lacazette etc and he's probably just said listen these players are not going to play the way I want them to play and it's clear uh, Lacazette yeah, could never have played the way play that, Jesus no. is doing the way Enketia is doing no no no, no uh, Aubameyang on the left wing or left forward whichever position you want to give him was not going to play the way Martinelli's playing no. tracking back no. playing full of 100% I see Martinelli he seems to go 100% in every game every which is great game. to He's see, and, that's, to see. and because I've seen that from Arsenal players this is what frustrated me with Chelsea is why is my team not performing like all I'm asking is for effort and for any team Everton who is struggling at the bottom yeah. Southampton yeah. Liverpool the basic thing that I expect as a fan from you is for you to give you 110%. Yeah. It's impossible 110, but you get what I mean, 100% in case any listeners are there like, you can't give 110%. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, of course, yeah. Let's not but get, get pedantic, I mean. people. Let's not yeah, get pedantic. Exactly. Let's just relax. Let's yeah. relax. We Take took it a today. But uh, that's what I mean, and that's what I liked about it. And I think the point I was trying to make as well and I was talking for is basically is it just takes that one manager for the owners to have a bit of belief. And again, as I'm saying this and I'm thinking about Arteta, I'm like, 
good Graham Potter is his ideas maybe not being pushed on the pitch here like what yeah. is Chelsea seeing in him that I, me as a fan and maybe other fans as well because at the minute Chelsea fans are divided he needs time like all the amazing work that he yeah, did and usual, I'm like usual. are you just listening to the media We've is that what they're this. just telling you because he's an Englishman exactly we've been through this so we've I'm thinking this. and I, I was listening to Jason Cundy here as well and he said something what's the difference apart from financially like as long as we don't go down and before you get like sort of anal about it what's the difference between Chelsea finishing 10th and 14th this year let's say we lose a couple of more games and we go 14th apart from financially getting more money for finishing 10th mm. it means nothing it's, let's call it a rebuild because yeah. everything that could have changed at a football club has changed for Chelsea yeah. owners medical team medical staff whoever else the manager everything is brand new this year since uh, the own, owners came in and then TT getting sacked so you know what? Could could we class it as a rebuilding year? Yeah, possibly. But you could make an argument, a case for it. But one thing you'd be like, it can't be because you've got the same players there who won the Champions League in 21. And you think, yeah, exactly. But maybe those players are a bit too big, big-headed for Potter, and Potter's unable to do. You know, what I mean, there's arguments for the, it again. So look, let's not the, get into is, that. But yeah, my yeah. point is. The players that we've got there, it just takes one manager to have the belief or then one manager to have the skill set to be like, to do what Arteta's done. Yeah. And I don't think we're a million miles away from that neither. I think the owners are investing heavily, so we appreciate that as a fan. Not a million miles, but, you know, 999,000. So, <laughs> you know, you're not that close either. But, That's uh, not too bad let's either. Just, let's just keep it real. But, okay, look, so discuss Chelsea, uh, discuss Liverpool and the poor performance by Trent Alexander-Arnold and I know look I know there was a lot like Matip was to blame for that goal but again you just look at TAA's reaction and I just sorry I just had to get this out like you know for for the for our two Liverpool fan, uh, friends here so yeah um, the, the way that he reacted to that was just was shocking was absolutely shocking like he he stopped and let Mitoma run through and you're thinking yeah. why again why are you doing this but anyway yeah, what are you doing bro yeah forget that so Liverpool they need to they need to they need to do something about the defence to be honest with you because even when BBD comes back like you said I don't think that's that's solved it won't you know, be enough it won't be enough because all they'll do is they'll attack the other side yeah. whatever like let's say him and Robertson are having a great game they'll just go down the left side yeah, all the time it. with Matip and Trent being there so yeah. it's some, Klopp has got his hands hands full at the minute because obviously he wants to bring players in because that midfield is not great neither. One thing I don't like as well when Liverpool is chasing the game, how long Thiago takes to pass the ball. It feels yeah. like as if he's like a boxer telegraphing his whole move and yeah. his whole punch. Like you know, and I'm thinking like Thiago, bro, just pass the ball. What are you doing? Yeah. No one's yeah. watching. You've got not, a you're decent not a pass and everything, but you are not know, yeah, yeah, exactly. But like short passes, it feels like. And Liverpool fans who watch Thiago week in week out will know this. It just it looks weird, like as if he's taking an extra second to pass the ball. You're like, what, what's he doing? Just pass the ball. But anyway, yeah, I agree no, with you. Look, Trent Trent's awful. Oh, he's been awful defensively. He's not yeah, awful. I really take has. that back. Really great, has. great ability to pass, to cross, to go forward. But defensively, he's liability, so, isn't he? So yeah. Listen, um, we've obviously been going on for for like for, for quite a bit. Before we uh, before we come to a close, though, I do want to mention Man United, Man City. I was obviously. going to literally yeah, highlight course, another of my notes right course, now to be like, my guy, let's talk about of that. Of course, game. we are. Um, I mean, shambolic. Um, That's one word I've got to say for, Man for that City, decision. Man City again. Just watching match of the day and the way that the way that uh, Richards put it. And uh, rightly put it about Haaland and the way that he utilizes space. 
it was was incredible to see on a very on, on on like a few occasions where he was running and no one was like you know passing him the ball they were cross fielding it and i'm like he's literally right there you know what he's gonna do you know what he's good at and you know he's yeah. gonna run past defenders as he always does and why is he not getting that ball and for me watching that on match of the day i was like that's that was the problem that was the genuine yeah, problem yeah. there if they if those balls had gone through to to harland even two out of the five chances, you know, that would have been oh, game over for Man United. He that would have been game yeah, over. he would have scored easy. And I don't think That's Varane it. or Shaw would have been able to, they, they, they may they have weren't. caught up to him, they but weren't. would not have been able to, uh, sorry, knock him off his stride or knock him off balance because we saw how strong Harlan He ran straight against. past them. He ran straight past them on, yeah. on all occasions and he had open space in front of him, but the ball, again, the pass was made in a very dumb decision like it's like why are you going back it, when he's literally right but anyway look it, i don't wanna, i don't want to bring your team into this but it reminded me there that like they were just doing one too many passes you remember arsenal when they had their reputation of are you trying to pass it in the corner we touched this on the previous part yeah yeah that's what it reminded me there as well because you're right i was watching the game and i was like just chip him in like literally a through ball a through ball there put a through ball onto holland can somebody press triangle please and just get a through ball and it was just that's it just it. wasn't yeah, coming get through. that triangle working why, why that is that triangle. Tri yeah, the triangle ball wasn't working they changed the button layout that's what they oh, did, they, they did yeah. to Pez. yeah they've gone they've gone to Pez and it's like come on bro that, that's, that's not your problem that's not that. I know yeah. the difference to FIFA I don't know if it's passing shooting through ball but like, literally I agree with you and I as a righty and uh, Mika Richards was saying that I was like yeah do you know what like 100% that's his strength running yeah. behind and getting the ball and just putting it in the net he came in to look for the ball he did the same against Chelsea he was coming in midfield to try and get a couple of touches here and there it wasn't great whatsoever. Yeah. And I think part of me thinks did Guardiola overcomplicate it. Did Guardiola overcomplicate the tactics of pass it and move and maybe complicated when Fred was on uh, De Bruyne yeah. on him like a shadow basically, not moving here there, like a leech. And was there complications there? But not complications, are you complicating the tactics? But what I mean, because I mentioned I'm cautious at time as well, because we have been saying it for a while, is. I, I agree with everything that they said is because he is such a fantastic striker, yeah, yeah. you have to play to his strengths because you that's why you brought him. If he starts, you play him. If you don't want to play him and you want to pass it around, play Alvarez. Yeah. There's no, no point playing. Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. No, agreed. I think, uh, yeah, I think with, uh, with, with that match, I don't think, I mean, yeah, Man United played well. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from them. But... But to say that they deserve to win is a bit no, of an overstatement. No, no, no. They didn't deserve to win. Deserve to win is a strong... Like, Arsenal deserve to win today. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That, that is a yeah, confident win. Yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. You deserve to win. Do you know what I mean? That's that's how I compare that term, deserve to win. That's how I define that term, is deserve to win. Me, personally, other people, obviously, you have, you're entitled to your own opinions. But for me, personally, I des the term deserve to win was Arsenal's performance today against Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Great defending, great goalkeeping dominated first half and scored two goals and you could have scored more when, but I think what it gave Man United the edge and uplifted the crowd was that ridiculous decision by the way can I get your thoughts on that decision and you know exactly which one I'm on about no, course, I'm even going to have course. to explain it no 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 it. you don't have to explain it no look I, again be, be, the reason I mentioned Richards and Wrighty is because and Lineker by the way because all three of them again just go back and just watch that little clip of, of Lineker going you know you can't possibly be telling me that my, uh, that Rashford uh, wasn't wasn't an active play literally word for word and I was like totally agree Rashford he pulled he pulled defenders away from their stations towards him 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and and yeah. Richards was like, and even Akanji, sorry, forget Richards. Akanji came yeah, out and Akanji he said, play, I, yeah, let, yeah. "I played him offside. I saw him offside. I played him offside." So I wasn't thinking about him, and he was carrying on. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm chasing back, not knowing what's going on. So and then Richards piped in and he said exactly the same thing. He was like, "Look, if the defender's running, uh, sorry, if the attacker's running in an offside position, I don't care about him. I'm not even paying attention to him. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, when that ball yeah. gets played through and I'm, I, I have to run back, and another player takes that shot from an uh, from an onside position, you know, he said that that's me running back towards active play. Like you know that yeah, the attacker yeah. pulled me in active play. And the, the worst thing, the worst thing that really tops it off was the fact that when you look at Edison from that angle, when you look at Edison, he's looking at Rashford's feet. He's looking at the ball that at Rashford's exactly feet. exactly what I was going to touch on. He was looking at that. And then all of a sudden, he made... Uh, Edison made a move to his right, a slight movement because he thought that's where Rashford was going to shoot. Yeah, he was going to go far yeah. back corner, wasn't he? He was going to go save like, that. Sorry, that's exactly what he was right. Going. And then yeah. all of a sudden, obviously, you know, Fernandez comes in and he's like, you know, goal. They, 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 they yeah, go crowd the ref sense. and the whole thing. He's like, oh, doing all this. No, that was, you know, I came, I came from an onside position. Whatever he was yelling at him. Yeah, Look, yeah, yeah, and I think the referee was weak there. I think Stuart the Atwell. Was I'm going to say this right now, Stuart Atwell. I think he was the same ref who refereed the uh, Man United Arsenal match, Arsenal. the first match. Right. I think it yeah. was the same person, Stuart Atwell. And I'll always remember that name because I was like, you know, this guy he must be he must be corrupted or something. Yeah. It's Man United. He should not be refing these guys because he's clearly biased here. That was a clear offside. If you're not sure, go watch the bloody, go watch the, uh, go obviously go watch the screen. Or you've got yeah. the guy in your ear. Why don't you just ask him, say, look, can you just quickly have a, uh, have a read of this law? Tell me, tell no, me which way it's going to go. I think Lineker read the law as well, didn't he? For no, players not up, trying, etc. I sent the law. I sent the law on no, the group. No, yeah, he put it on the group chat. Yeah, yeah. Before, before uh, even match of the day, I went straight I think, on that. I don't want, I, what I don't want is, I don't want a, a rule change in the sense of, if a player's offside and the ball goes towards him, then he's offside. You know, there's been times when a player's offside position, he holds his hands up and he's walking back towards his own goal, yeah, yeah. not even attempting to run at the ball. Yeah. By all means, that player has no intention to to go for the ball, to engage with the player. He's walking back because he knows he's offside, in an yeah, offside position, yeah. maybe tying his shoelaces, pulling his socks, whatever BS. Yeah. But if a player like Marcus Rashford runs onto the ball, he was running. to the point where he's thinking, I'm going to shoot and score, until he hears Bruno tell him yeah, leave him to the offside, Bro, like you're offside. Like yeah, you can't be running it. after the ball. Like, you run after play, the ball. Mate. You are yeah, exactly. No, oh, it's, just, honestly, it's that decision annoyed me I so could much. I not believe that. I could not I believe that. I felt so sorry for City. Yeah, and I felt I so did. sorry for City fans, and I hate Man United fans who think. Oh, I hate Man United. Manchester is red. And I hate Man United. We really hate Man United because of their fans, don't we? And the Fergie yeah. time and so on. Yeah, all of that. Era. All of that. Yeah, all so, the self entitlement yeah, no, bullshit I'm glad that they have. And if anybody, by the way, disagrees with us and it has some sort of uh, great explanation of what he ran there and he never touched it and he was trying, blah, whatever reason. And somewhere I'm I read somewhere somebody said, I'm not interested. Why didn't the Kanji attempt to go for the ball when he was going on the Because he was two yards behind. Yo. The two guy yards was offside. He played him offside. He tactically exactly. knew That's I'm going to step two steps to the right, and he's offside. Yeah, he That's did. it. And, and you he could did see that. him stepping in because yeah. obviously he was he the deepest him. defender. Exactly. He steps he in. Moved. Brilliant. And do you know what? Genius move from Akanji. Bullshit decision from the referee. So yeah, the referee cost that him. Was shocking. Referee cost Absolutely him. And then Guardiola shocking. coming out saying he's not interested. He has to say that because he has to protect his players. He yeah. can't be coming across. And he said, but one thing that was we know we're playing. He said we know we're playing. We know where we're playing. We know the crowd, we That's know it. the game, we That's know the it. atmosphere. But uh, what was I going to touch very quickly is I think City have looked a little bit shaky for the. I know they won oh, against they have, Chelsea, they have, yeah. but they weren't convincing. 
So I think Guardi, sure, if yeah. they really want to start getting on the title race again, because right now I, I, they're not out, but to get really in to be one of the favourites again, is uh, they need to start pulling some results together. Because yeah. Tottenham are yeah. going to sit back, and I feel like when the teams are sitting back, like Man United did and hit on the counter, they didn't really do have much. the answers they for it. They can't do much. No, they can't do and much. And that's it, yeah. They're the finding open play. That's Walker why Guardiola always says, uh, Guardiola says, oh, you know why don't these teams attack us? Yeah, of course, because you want your players to run on behind yeah, and so on. Standard, yeah. But even yeah, that's it, man. That's it. No, but anyway, think, listen. Have you got anything else to add to it? Or no? I'm just going to say Rashford what? played a hell of a game. By the way, he he did brilliant. Uh, he tortured Carl Walker. He really did oh. uh, running in from from that side. Yeah. He tortured him, and it was beautiful to see because like Walker, your yeah, time is out, bro. You know what I mean? You are yeah, the weakest so you, link. Your days are numbered. Your days are numbered. Yeah, I thought that was I thought, I thought Walker's probably going to get sold in the next two transfers. He has to be. He has to be. Or because he'll he's bring not somebody else to play at the back he's not up to scratch for that but no look um, that's that's all I've got for that and uh, obviously I know there's other teams that played but Everton sorry real quick obviously the, the yeah. owners weren't allowed to be there they were advised not to be there um, that's, that's not that's right sad. is it that's not right that's sad that's to not see right, is it? that's sad to see and um, obviously you know it is what it is at that point Leicester losing again you know, something Leicester has to losing, change. West Ham losing, West Ham Everton losing. Yeah. I think Lampard probably going to lose his job. I've got to I, I think, I've, I, think week, I told you last Lampard time. Probably out. I told you last time. Lampard leaves. Moyes leaves West Ham. He goes back to Everton. I think that's what's going to happen. And Sean Dyche yeah. is going to take even over. Moisey, even Moisey needs to get. Even Moisey needs to get the sack. To be honest with you, because I think a lot of West Ham fans are coming on. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Saying why is Moisey not being mentioned? He seems to go under the radar because Potter's doing awful lot like Chelsea and Lampard's yeah. doing awful lot like Everton. Yeah, no one's mentioned. But, yeah, him. no, I agree. He's flying under the radar because he knows he was waiting for that Everton job to be free. So now he's showing it. And uh, well, that and I think a lot, a lot of it as well is riding on. I took him to Europe last year, and we went up to the semi-finals in Europa League last year. Yeah. So it's only it's everything is results based. What you did last year means nothing. Sorry, this conference year. Look at Thomas Tuchel. Conference League, by the way. Com- Europa yeah. Conference League. Yeah, sorry. Let's not get the West so, Ham yeah. fans up. Uh, for, uh, the the their whatever their spirits up. All right, they're the, the lost. The sh- they're not doing really well right now. But uh, look, I, so, I don't want to on. see them leave the league though. That's the thing. Them no. and Everton. I don't really want to see the league. But before you go, who do you think the three teams are going to go down? Give me, give me a name. Um, as much as I don't want to say this, I'm going to go with Bournemouth, Southampton, and Leicester. You think Leicester going to go down? I've got a funny feeling that I just I don't know, man. I don't know. They're not they're not pulling it together. Like I know there's you know there's other teams that can go in there, but I feel like maybe those are the ones. But I think Southampton and Bournemouth are going to be the ones um, that that they're probably going to drop. But look, all remains to be seen. And, Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, that's that's everything I have for, for over the weekend. Obviously, we discussed the main points. Um, if you have any any arguments, anything like that, get in touch on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, whenever you want. And uh, yeah, we'll respond back to that. So good. Of course, right. we're always active. We're always on it. So yes, yeah, thank you very much for listening, everyone. We appreciate yes. you. Have a great evening, and we will catch you on the next one. Peace Goodbye out from both of us. Bye and good night.